Welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio, where we share tried and tested ways to grow your brand and get more customers. Everything from the latest in marketing and branding, right through to growing your team and creating an irresistible culture. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, I am chatting to the one and only Krista Hall. We're talking about email marketing tactics that work in 2022. And we're going to look at three ways to grab attention with your subject line. Also, a little simple secret to keep people subscribed to your email list. Also, the reason why a lot of marketing and emails, email marketing especially, feels a little bit icky and how to avoid it. And lastly, how to get your emails into the inbox. So let's jump straight in. Hi, and welcome back to Basic Bananas Radio. Today, I've got a very important question for Christo, who is in the studio with me here. Sure. Is email dead? Email dead. No, it's alive. (laughs) It has a pulse. Um, People will say it's dead and they'll like cry and moan about how it's overdone and but ever a lot of people do it poorly that's the reality but the reason they do it so much and they right, they do do so much poor email is because it's not dead because it works it's an opportunity and that's why people try and take advantage of it with um spamming like you like crazy but the reality is email marketing's probably the most important marketing strategy you have in any business because it will help you get a better return from all of your other marketing strategies. Like if you get a lead and you nurture your database, that's next year's sales. Like that's the next year's sales, that's the next three years sales, the next five years sales, the next 10 years profit in your business is, is, is in your email list. It's more valuable than your bank account. Yeah, pretty much because the bank account may go down unless you do something with your cash, whereas your emails will make your bank account go up. It's an asset. Yes. yes, I love email. So, <laughs> because you love email so much, and, and I, I tend to agree, and we see it with a lot of our Clever Bunch members that have really good lists that are doing really well with email marketing. Now, one of the biggest problems that people who do email marketing have is that their audience don't open their emails. Yeah, you're probably doing well if, you, if you're getting... People often ask, like, what's a good open rate? Because you, you're likely getting under 40%, you know, open rate. If you're getting between 20 and 40%, you're doing all right. If you're getting under 20%, you need to do some hard work. If you're getting 40% or an over, you're doing really well. Like, um, but the, the reality is that can sound bad, like pretty bad. Uh, however, you know, if you've got 10,000 people in there, it's not bad. You know, it's 4,000 people opened your email. You wrote one email, sent it. 4,000 opened it, and then the reality is um, maybe more did, but who knows, the the browser didn't send the message back to your database system. I don't think that reporting is always 100% accurate, and I can actually share an update that Apple's doing if you want. Yeah, That'll impact that too. So your open rates might get thrown out the window pretty soon because what Apple's done is released an update, which is a privacy mode in your inbox. You may have seen it if you're on Apple devices, and what it does is you can have privacy mode on your email, which basically means that, well, it's a form of privacy on your email. On Apple devices, Apple will appear to open the email. So what will happen is your open rates in your database system won't work anymore. And also, Apple appears to open it at a mysterious IP address, so a different location. 
So then the email gets forwarded onto you, whether you open it or not, that reporting's not gonna make it back to your database anymore. And also it's not gonna show the location because say spammers, <laughs> most people like, you know, with email that might just blast out without having the rights to and things, they could then see which emails were opened and set triggers. Well, that's one thing we will have, which, which we can use is open triggers, but also they can see where you're located. It's like, oh, they opened it in Sydney, Australia, whereas that information won't make it back to your database anymore. So basically, and it's only for Apple devices, it's not everything, but more and more privacy is coming. Um, so what do you do about it? Well, check your open rates now and start looking over what's working, what's not. And also if you have automation triggers, like sometimes you might run a promotion where it's like, if they open this email, then send them follow-up reminder to say, hey, one more chance, or send them a different follow-up email to say, hey, we noticed you didn't open it. If you've got triggers based on opens of emails in your system, like automation, you'll need to change it. You could change it to like clicked or watched a video or landed on a web page, for example, um, would be a good way to go. But um, uh, I don't think that's actually a bad thing at all. I don't know what you think, Francisca, but it's like, I think the more they restrict um, garbage being able to happen with email, the better it is for those who are doing a good job. Um, the more people will, you know, like their inbox versus uh, <laughs> get it, yeah. distracted or avoid it because there's so much junk in there. Yeah, yeah I agree. I think it's, it, it's a lot of these updates seem scary and annoying in the beginning but in the long run they probably have a lot of benefits for business owners that are doing good stuff now another way to get people to pay attention to your emails <laughs> are subject lines yes what do you have to say about subject lines subject lines well you got you've actually got a couple of cracks at it with the subject line so you got your the subject line itself and then the first line of your email is always a preview in the inbox so think about how you yourself like as, as the listeners as you're listening into this how do you filter your inbox? Like normally you get in there and you have a look over everything. You think, what can I tick, 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 delete? Like mass delete. That's how I start my day um, with my, within the inbox. So the subject line itself is visible. And then the first line of the email content. So you want to be paying attention to that first line because that's what we look at to see if we can delete the email. We look at the subject and the first line. So it's kind of like you got two goes at a headline. So make sure and be aware, otherwise it'll just pull random content from the email, whatever's sitting there. But um, you wanna, wanna kind of position it like a headline if you want people to open the thing. Um, and also emojis, you, whether you love them or hate them, the emojis get attention and they work in email, not only in subject lines and that first line, but also in the content actually. Um, emojis work well and over the last, uh, we got one of our team members to do a review of our emails from the last uh, year and look at which subject lines got the best opens. And then let's try and look for any common threads amongst all the, diff all the, the different emails that got the highest open rates from our inbox. And the common thread, well, a common thread was time. So referencing time as in saying something like, prepare your business for 2022, or this is next week, you know, this is happening next week, or tomorrow's online planning workshop. It's something where it says, this is on Wednesday, for example, because um, I guess it feels like you know it's current or there's something looming. It's not just kind of waffle that has no urgency. Yeah, I love that. And we actually now use this Intel also in our ad campaigns. So in a lot of our mm. ads now, we would say next week or or even a specific date or coming up on Monday is this session, masterclass, etc. And it, it seems to be working also. 
across mm. the ad campaigns. Bit of urgency, right? Like yeah. grabs your attention. Yeah, exactly. And then you also have a little secret about because one of the biggest challenges that people have, the second one, so the one of the biggest challenges is getting people to open the email. And then the another challenge is for people to want to stay within your community and keep reading your emails. So what yes. sort of ideas have you got to so keep to them? Stop excited? people unsubscribing. The the little the the secret to stopping people from hitting the unsubscribe is da, 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 you need a gold nugget. What's a gold nugget? You need a little bit of value in every single email. So every email, even if it's a full-on promotional email and you might be like an e-commerce store where you're listing a bunch of products that are on sale or something, um, or a newsletter or whatever it is and it's an article, a little tip, like a little tip, a book recommendation, a little how-to video link, something in the PS can work quite well. Hey, PS, here's a little book recommendation that you might like or something I read recently and I love. Um, we had a, I've shared this story maybe before, even some of our listeners might have, you might've heard this before, but I, we had a, um, we used to get all of our Apple devices from an Apple shop that's about 20, 30 minutes away here in Sydney in the Northern Beaches. And um, one of the big Apple stores, stores. and uh, we had a business account and I felt all special because they go, oh, there you are, basic bananas business account, blah, 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 and we got hardly anything discounting, but got looked after. And then, um, and then one of the team at one point needed a computer repaired. So they said, can I just take it up the road, five minutes up the road from us to a different, you know, really close um, Apple reseller. Like, so basically a privately owned shop that's not an official Apple store, but they sell Apple devices and do repairs. And I said, yeah, why not? Get it repaired there. It's quick, you know, and easy. And then, and then I got added to their email list, I think, because I was the one that had to pay the bill. So I got the invoice sent to me and everything else. And then the, the very first email I got, it had a little tip, um, which I still remember. So on an Apple device, like it had a bunch of things on sale and an iPad this and a laptop that and whatever else. But there was a little tip. It said, here's your little Mac shortcut tip, you know, for the week or whatever. And it was a, I still remember it. It's like when you click on a file in the finder on a, on a Mac, you can press the space bar and it previews things. Like you can play a video without opening the video program or like opening Word. You can see the Word doc without opening Word and kind of read it or whatever. And anyway, I still remember the tip. And that little tip made me go, huh, I'll, I'll stay subscribed to this email list because that was a pretty cool tip, you know, and I want to get next month's or next week's tip or whatever it is. And, uh, then the next months come around and the next promo and the next promo and then little tips here and there. They're not always in there, but I'm st I still subscribe. They've actually changed their business now where they've um, stopped um, running as they were. But I, I, we ended up spending, you know, probably about $15,000 in, because suddenly then I'm like, hey, just buy the new computer up the road. Let's go up there. Let's get the next iMac up there. And, you know, all the devices here at Basic Bananas if they're bought in the last few years, they're all from there. And all the repairs, all the hard drives in the older computers got updated. Mm -hmm. We spent a fortune with them with, the, um, well, you know, about 15,000 bucks with them that they wouldn't have got. And I credit it all to the little gold nugget, the yeah. little itty bitty tip um, that they included in that email. Yeah, I think anyone can, can do that. See, even if you run an e-commerce business and you, you send out product updates, even then you can add something useful in there whether that's, as, he, as Chris says, a book recommendation or something you're listening to, even recommendation to Basic Bananas podcast, that would be a little gold nugget too. Yes. <laughs> now, even even though people may follow these tips, there are also a lot of a lot of emails that go out and a lot of campaigns are just a bit a bit meh. What, what do you think makes a campaign <laughs> a bit a bit icky? 
Well, I think the probably the biggest point on this one is if it um if it's terrible, it's gonna look terrible. It's like a you know a bad ad looks bad. If I um it's like forcing stuff out. I think that just a general biggest tip is if you're forcing stuff out because it's Wednesday and you have to write the email for the week and you have nothing good to say, don't send it. Like you remember at the start we said it's your next year's bank account it's next year's asset it's the year to your profit for the next five years is your email database so don't cook it don't burn the list like don't it's a valuable valuable contact if you're sending something to a valuable customer like imagine every email you're writing it's to your best customer and if you want them to think ah oh, this annoys me i'm out of here you know it's like the best customer or to a good friend um so just common sense stuff like talking about themselves too much will make it appear you know sending too many emails with nothing great to say over promoting being being too marketing z um you know just aim to provide value the goal is to be the trusted advisor of your audience um if you have the trust and they like what they receive from you when you promote they will listen and they'll buy and you'll have much better future much easier future over promoting you know and sending three emails a week promoting 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 you might make a, a, a more money this week but you're going to make far less over the next you know six months basically if you you'll burn your list so yeah um just send good stuff yeah i, I agree and i like the 80 20 rule also here when it comes to how much content should i share that is valuable versus straight up promotion and roughly we would always say 80 percent of the time share good stuff that is useful, that people go, oh my God, this is super helpful. I'm so grateful to receive these emails. And 20% of the time you might have a special offer or something coming up, a launch or or just a straight up really irresistible offer. Now, we will, in a future episode, we will also share with you a framework to generate endless content ideas. And it's a, it's a framework we use here with our Clever Bunch members. So we'll do that in a future episode. Now, Maybe we can finish up with some more quick tips. That do, you ha- do you want to share a few just quick hacks that people can use that are invaluable when it comes to email yeah. marketing? You're quite full of those. <laughs> I'm full of it, all right. You are full of it. <laughs> you are really full of it. <laughs> full of something. No, the, um, the, probably the, the a red hot thing with email marketing is um, avoiding the junk, avoiding the spam filters. So we'll do, let's do some. Uh, rapid fire tips on getting your emails yeah. in the inbox because the we all there's a, that's a half the battle isn't it with email marketing the open rates and things a lot of the time people think what maybe like half of your emails aren't even going in the inbox and that's why no one sees them as well um, and also it can happen it's happened with some of our business emails is where the emails actually kind of develop a bad reputation like your emails so what happens is your personal emails sometimes like you might have team members sending personal emails to a customer and those personal emails are going into the junk folders so if that's happening you got to listen up to the tips coming now Um, or if you have team members you know you want to share these tips with your team members as well Um, so these are things you can do with you know basically your personal emails and also the mass the mass uh, email marketing so first of all um, inboxes they like first names so if you can send your even if it's like your newsletter or your monthly promotions or whatever you um, you use for email marketing if you can send from a personal name like john at you know versus department at so department at would be sales at or inquiries at um, you know info at 
if you can send from, you know, John at, Luke at, Stephanie at, um, so using first names, and also in the actual email content, um, use their name, like hi Dave, versus, you know, just hi there. Um, so actually, you know, referencing their name too, the, the, the email programs tend to like that. I try not to have too many external links. So something that's um, pretty common knowledge is if you've overly got way too many external links, like if you know, you've know got 15 links to different things, that's not a natural email that a friend would send to a friend. Um, in this circumstance, if, you, if you're like an e-commerce store and let's say in each email you realize you're putting in 15, 20 links to all the different products you're listing, maybe what you could do to reduce them is just highlight the best sellers. Like you might go, here's our best four best sellers this week or this month. And then here are product categories. So like the, you know, the four big product categories rather than listing everything with, with tons of links. Um, try not to repeat the same link more than two times either. It became a little, almost a little marketing fashion to have the same link in an email like four times, five times a few years ago. And, um, and then people would track it and go, oh, wow, people click the first link the most. But the reality is if there's only one link, they probably would have all just clicked the one link, right? If you've written an email that's only one page you're viewing it you know in, in right in front of you um the one link sometimes the one link can even be better because you kind of got to make them read a little bit before they click the link so it can actually help to you know create a little bit more buy-in um before they they get to the link um try not to go crazy with the formatting uh like too many too much bold too much um underlined capitals you love capitals don't you no i <laughs> <laughs> you saying it I was going to say, hey, that hate is a strong word. I really don't like capitals. It's like somebody yelling at you. <laughs> <laughs> so don't yell at, if you're writing an email to Francisca and you want to keep her subscribed, not too many capitals. <laughs> like not, you know, click here with the capitals or yeah. something. Um, she has a pet hate for capitals. Yeah, um, but keep it like a personal email to a friend. You know, you, that's, that's don't over format, basically. Um Make the from name. So another the from name it can again be updated in a in database systems like uh, you know um, the from name uh, that'll appear. So you have the like the sender email address. You have the address it's addressed to, and the from name could be um, the the name that appears in the inbox. And so once again with that one, make it personal name. If you want to do personal name and business, you could have like Christo dash basic bananas for example so you can have name and business name but just try and get you know more personal names the better um try not to use spammy words spammy words if the email looks like spam it's going to end up in the spam like if you're using urgent free access dollar 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 you know um, um make millions online <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna get triggered um and a, and a little ninja another little ninja tip for you is Instead of having the word unsubscribe as the unsubscribe link, update it. You can update it in your system because that word, obviously, personal emails don't have an unsubscribe word written in them when you're emailing directly one-to-one -one with a friend. Um, so the, the spam filters pick up on the word unsubscribe. It's like a high alert word. This is clearly promotional material. Um, but you can up... So, for example, change it. You can change it in your database system to update subscription so you just basically change the word from subscribe you know unsubscribe change it to update subscription something like that um will help and if you there's a cool little program to um two programs i'll share actually that are uh, pretty cool the um one is called i think it's pronounced allegro how would you announce pronounce that 
all grow, Ale- Allegro. Allegro. I don't know, actually. Yeah. Maybe okay. we have to spell, spell it out. It. Yeah. Um, we have nothing to do with this. This is just a recommendation of a platform I, I actually used. I, I bought it and used it, and it worked wonders. Um, it's it's spelled all A L L with an E on the end, and then G R O like grow. So it's A L L E G R O, and it's dot co. So just dot co. Um, now, we'll what, put it what, in the show notes to the link. Yeah, yeah, so A-L-L-E-G-R-O-W. If you're driving right now, good luck. You probably scribble it, try and um, like puff on the window and like create steam on the scribble and write it in. Um, what it does anyway is it, it, it basically, you can set it up to, it runs emails in the background. So what happens is your email develops kind of like a reputation with other email platforms. So, for example, you might be mass emailing to some Hotmail, like so to some um, uh, Outlook accounts, some Gmail accounts, you know, uh, all these different platforms, your emails develop a reputation um, within them. So if, you're, if that platform sees your email as spam, then it's gonna, it doesn't matter who you email in that platform, it's going to go, hey, this email's got a bad reputation, let's um, put, kick it into the spam. Um, and what that does is it sends personal looking emails in the background between your email account and all these other platforms. So there's little personal looking emails where it says like, hi, John, how are the reports? Oh, hey, Lisa, reports are going great. Like little emails going back and forth, hundreds of them going in the background. So the platform starts seeing, oh, wait a sec, your info at email sends a lot of personal emails with our platform here at Outlook and it's having a great you know, back and forth. So the reputation will improve and we'll start always sending your emails to the inbox. Um, so I, we ran it for about four months in the background and it, and it worked wonders with some of our emails. Um, and another little cool to use too is this is a, a little tip if, let's say your database has gone to sleep. Like if you've, you know you've done a bad job with your database and you kind of haven't really been contacting them or you haven't sent an email in 12 months and you're like, how can I start now? It's just going to annoy people and... Um, or you know, it's just you just haven't know you haven't been doing a good job, or you've acquired a database, you bought a business or something, and you, you haven't contacted them. A cool tool to um, uh, to get back out there. You can always just send a tip and just wake them up. I'd say that's the quickest thing. But if you want to use a cool tool called Bonjoro, B O N J O R O, to wake up a list. If you send a little video, personal video, so it's a cool tool to send a um, a video message. And um, it's a cool way to wake up your list. You can send a little personal videos. Hey, John, hey, Lisa, blah, blah, blah. And you can send them in seconds. It's a really cool platform to make sending video messages easy through email. And they, those bonjouros get about an 80% open rate because they, people receive a personalized little video. Um, it's actually a wicked tool as well if you wanted to do a promotion. Like you could go, hey, let's send a personalized video to our top 100 customers from last year. Let them know first early bird promotion, you know, if you're running a promotion, something like that. Um, Bonjouro, we are a, rec- a referral partner of theirs. So if you want to um, get a discount, it's free for most of the functionality. But if you do upgrade to um, more functionality, um, there are paid features and things. And you can get 20% off for life if you use our link. So it's um, just on basicbananas.com forward slash bonjouro so basicbananas.com forward slash bonjouro which is b-o-n-j-o-r-o and we'll put that link in the uh, show notes as well um and that is a lot of email marketing content (laughs) (laughs) it's brilliant i love it so thank you so much for sharing all that and we have some really exciting episodes coming up we have kevin bees doing a session on how to not leak profits yes and we have 
some of our Clever Bunch members also sharing some of their top strategies when it comes to growing their businesses. So super exciting content. A lot of cool stuff. Are they new glasses? No, they're my fake computer glasses. Ah, blue light. Blue light glasses, and they look quite smart. So I like, Very good. I like wearing them. Apparently, it's not good to wear them all day, though. You're meant to not wear them in the mornings, and then in the evenings, you're meant to wear them. Who knows? So that your body winds down. Some sleep expert said it, yeah. Arcadian something, Arcadian rhythm, is that what it's called? Your body probably needs we, natural like probably... sunlight in the morning <laughs> to wake up. Yeah, actually, you know what? This is something, and, and I'm definitely not a professional. This is regurgitating information that I listened to on a podcast. Somebody, some health dude who is actually quite scientific about this, he said in the mornings, when you go out, it's good to not wear sunglasses for, let's say, 10 minutes. So in short, it would be good every day in the morning to go get some sunlight in your eyes for about 10 minutes. And that will help you then create something, something. So Ooh, that then more something, the, something. Yeah. That's so a good then tip. in the night, you sleep better. Ah, more something, something that then you're something better later in the exactly. day. Exactly. So now in the mornings <laughs> when I take the dog out, in the I used to always wear glasses, sunglasses. Mm. I don't bring my sunglasses. I mean, you get it naturally from surfing. Yeah, yeah. I've heard some. I've heard some pretty out there things too, where it's the um, apparently your skin develops more natural sun protection if your eyes recognize that you're in the sun. This sounds like total garbage to me, but like because your eyes to pick up the sunlight that then it kicks in your body's natural defense whereas if you're wearing sunglasses the oh. eyes don't send the message to the body to develop its natural resistance so it sounds like total garbage to me because i surf you know, like yourself we surf and if you're um out in the sun without sun cream you get sunburnt <laughs> even though you don't have sunglasses on because you're surfing but yeah um, seem to get enough sun in the eyes in the morning through the surf. Well, on this note, we are not <laughs> health experts. So next time we will definitely focus on marketing again because that's what we've been doing for the last If anyone has any other plus. bad advice about sunshine, <laughs> post it through to us. Exactly. And as always, if you love this show, feel free to leave us a review. It just makes the show then accessible to more business owners, which would be amazing, of course, if we can share the wisdom with as many people as we possibly can and as always thanks so much for tuning in see you next time thanks crystal thank you to get more from basic bananas and to learn new ways to grow your business with clever marketing visit basicbananas.com